good, whatever the time of the day it is you are listening to us. This is the PNA Podcast Express. I said that right. The PNA Podcast Express. He's Adam nice Filkins. Job. I'm Phil Nickel. We're your host here. This is episode 726-133-799-MM20E4.0. The yep. final episode of 2020. The final episode of 2020. Our year in review episode. We're going to review the things that we should have said on the podcast had we had it earlier this year. Yes. Yes. And I, I'm going to start us off. All right. Go ahead. Because this has been bugging me all day. Something grind. Something is grinding Adam's gears, and we're about to hear about it. One more thing. Hold the thought, though. You can email us at Pablo Noel Alpha PNA, the letters PNA, podcast express at gmail.com. You got it right. So, Boom. So proud of you. So, uh, you know... I'm listening on, on the radio on my ride to work this morning. Okay. And I want to know, somebody needs to email us. <laughs> By the way, I'm Adam Filkins. He's Phil Nickel. And uh, obviously the P and the A. That's right. In the podcast. Express. It doesn't stand for anything dirty. I've been asked that before. So Yeah, no. We're not that creative. We just threw our names in there. Yeah, we, we didn't put that much thought into it. It was a very minimal effort. <laughs> Literally, though, the, sh- the, the moments before we recorded episode number one, within 10 minutes before the episode, we, Adam wrote the th- our theme song. Yep. He composed it, wrote it, recorded it in that 10 minutes. We also decided on a show name in that 10 minutes right there. Yeah, that was a pretty spectacular 10 minutes, of, you know. <laughs> That was, we were operating at a very high level for about 10 minutes there. Yeah. And then the rest, we started recording and it all went to garbage. Yeah. So, what's grinding your gears, Adam? How long is freaking truck month? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I feel like I'm living the Groundhog Day. (laughs) I thought truck month was like October, you know. But <laughs> we're still in freaking truck month. Every every so so truck an, month, a truck month. Another thing I enjoy around the holidays because I do work in radio. Adam kind of dabbles in radio too. He's had soirees in it. Is uh, and I make fun of this with Eddie, one of my other co-hosts. Uh, every commercial around this uh, ho- around the holidays starts with looking for the perfect gift. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're looking for the perfect gift? It's truck month. Yes. <laughs> Come get that truck. We've got big bows. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they charge extra for the big... You know, it's preposterous. All these, uh, all these people getting new vehicles for the holiday uh, in the commercials, and they show the big bow, the big bow on it. Like, it's Well, you know, there's a commercial where a husband buys two trucks, right? and the wife comes out, and she wants the red one that he wanted. Right, and, and he said, that was going to be mine. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, I, I like gray, too, I guess. Well, they have a pretty nice house, but not go buy two trucks without your wife's knowledge right. type of... So one of those house. things I've always was taught, and I'm no longer married, and you can see how well this works out for me, any advice I can give or have been given, was that you should never make a major purchase without flying it by your spouse. Yeah. And I would think a vehicle's a major purchase. Yeah, probably a fifty-five, two $55,000 vehicles or yeah. so. You know, those weren't cheap trucks. In that but commercial. then again, it could be like the bullshit, like on uh, those shows on the, the, all those snazzy networks where they go house hunting, and they'll be like, he's a part-time postal worker, and she sells Mary Kay from her house. Their budget, $1.2 million. Yeah, I've never figured that out either. <laughs> She's a dog walker on some dog walking app. That's right. You know, <laughs> And he waits for stimulus checks. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> yeah, it's budget seven seven hundred and thirty four thousand dollars. We and and for that they're gonna get a one bedroom, you know, right? Because because they live like you know Beverly Hills or something. But don't worry, it's truck month. Yeah, but they can always go get a discount on a great truck because it's truck month. Yeah, and every <laughs> dealership must not be able to look forward and see what they're gonna sell in a year very well because right. Even though the new models don't come out until, you know, um, what, March? You so know, they start I think coming that's, out. yeah. So uh, they're really, really pushing because they got to get rid of these 2020s. Right. They got huge discounts on them. And, well, and for our friends that, that work at car dealerships, we're, not, we're picking on the industry, not on you. Yeah, of course particular. not. The, the actual people that work at the places. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that sell vehicles and use vehicles, new vehicles, and... Uh, it's a, it's quite a business. It's a big business, and oh, I understand yeah. it. It's very cutthroat too. I mean, it's uh, well, you you're know, buying I, for that business. But I love too. I've lived from coast to coast, and every major dealership for the different brands all have the corporate branding they do. Like you know, we're the dealer for the people, by the people, or whatever. They always have these fucking slogans, and it's from coast to coast. Whether you're in Seattle, yeah. every Kia dealership in Seattle says the same bullshit as they say in Michigan, as they say in Pennsylvania, as they say in Georgia. Well, and they, they all tend to have that same, uh, you know, we're the best dealership That's right. in the one square mile right. that we have our dealership in. We're top rated on our block. Yeah. And so like, And chances are there is another dealership that doesn't get to say that on their block. We're the number one volume dealership that resides at the numbers 3742 on an odd-numbered roadway in this county. Yeah. We sell more than anybody else under those circumstances. Yep. And, and they, you very rarely do you come across that dealership that's like, we sell more volume than anybody uh, west of the Mississippi. That's right. And you're you like, know, cause, Yeah, because if you heard that, then you'd be pretty impressed. You're but. like, that's impressive. That in alone, but it's truck month. So that in alone is impressive. Well, I, I imagine that truck month puts them over the top. So truck month is like six months of the year. Yeah. It's more of a trunk, truck two quarters. So basically, once again, I always hearken to this example. We pick Black History Month to be the shortest m- month of the year, February. But yet truck month can go for six months of the year. Yeah. Man, once again, I feel sorry for those people that uh, that have to. Uh, they get everything. shorted. Yeah, they get shorted. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> it's uh, maybe there should be a truck season. Yeah, maybe there should be truck season. You you know what? You should probably say uh, Adam Filkins quoted today on our podcast pitching truck season because that's a that's a stellar idea right there yeah and you're going to want to make sure your name's on that in case the the marketing gurus say holy shit truck season does it roll off the tongue as well as truck month truck season Ah, that's tough it's tough it's a little send us your suggestions listeners and we'll run with them and say that they're ours and we will try and profit from them of course that's what we do yeah this is not unicef this whole thing is for profit adam we're not sitting here uh, talking about this because we enjoy it. Actually, that's a lie. Right. We enjoy this immensely. We don't get paid anything to do this. <laughs> By the way, we do have merchandise. We're prototyping right now, and we'll have it for sale eventually here. And uh, We might actually profit a little bit from that, but you can't blame us, I don't think. No, well, it's more of a service to the people. That's right. Give the people what they want. You know, I think that January will be shirt month. <laughs> P&A, Podcast Express, shirt, shirt month. month. There you go. That's pretty good. That was unplanned, <laughs> by the way. Everything's unplanned with this show. What are you talking about? So in our year in review, what, what, what's something that has stuck out 
2020, other than the obvious things that we hear all over the place? Oh, yeah. What's something that stuck out to you? Something that really stuck out for Phil? Um, I I was busy all year this year. Like, I had things going on left and right. I'm kind of a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. I do... I teach, I do radio, I'm an engineer, we do this podcast, I bowl. I'm an avid, terrible bowler. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can I'm, also claim that. I'm a father. Um, my two kids, 13 and 10, I have a son and a daughter. It was a good year for everybody. We made it through the year happy and healthy, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah, that, that's pretty much uh, where we're at, too. I There was a, a portion in the beginning of this whole thing that mm-hmm. I was very bored. Yeah. Really didn't ha- I mean, I was... I was working from home, yeah. you know, and, and I did a lot of contracting at the time, and yeah. um, I was working from home, but it was when I wanted to, and it was really, really tough to get motivated it there was for t- a while. See, I worked from home quite a bit, too, and it was, things go by the wayside. Like, you start to not, like, shower regularly and everything else. Like, yeah. we need structure in our lives. Like, everything went to hell for me, and I didn't know what day of the week it was. I smelled terrible. Um, I grew this big, bushy beard that I want to actually get rid of now. I'm on my way there. Yeah, it's just just everything. So 2020, let's shit can the whole year and move on to 2021, I say. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, I don't imagine from Thursday to Friday it's going to change a whole lot. Well, no, nothing but, ever does. Except for, you know, gyms will become very, very busy, though, because everybody has that resolution that they're going to go to the gym and lose weight and be healthier. And, and one thing's for sure, we're going to start the year off in truck month. Truck month. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's what I do. I've come up with this a long time ago. I do make resolutions somewhat, but I don't like to make the, uh, the obvious resolutions. I like to set goals. It's more like goal setting. But uh, I don't actually start them until February 1st because January is such a terrible, cold, horrible month, especially if you're here in Michigan. Yeah. That I, I, like, to, I like to aim for February. That way it just seems a little brighter of a perspective. Plus, it's Black History Month, so it's it's just an easy, it's a more palatable month in and itself. It's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, January, you're just kind of like, you're going to spend the whole month scratching out 20 on all the checks you write, if anybody writes checks anymore, or, (sighs) you know, whatever you fill out. You're gonna you're gonna put 20 in there instead of Oh, yeah, a lot of my documents at work. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, you know, just getting used to the whole New Year thing. So it's smart (laughs) to move that to February. I think that should be kind I've been of a, doing that for years. I came, up with, I came up with that a long time ago. It's like, you know what? I'm going to start doing my goals for the year in February because if you start in January too, you're still dealing with the hangover of the holidays and the both the hangover, the actual hangover and the emotional hangover of the holidays. Right. Plus you save yourself. You only have 11 months to fail and disappoint yourself. Right. And you know what? I've been a disappointment my entire life. So if I'm a disappointment for 11 months of the year instead of 12, that's a that's freaking a win. win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. actually, I'm going to set that as my goal. Yeah. So the see, starting January 1st, I'm not going to start my goals until February 1st. Yeah, which puts you ahead of the game. <laughs> Winning. Plus, when people ask you in February, did you keep up on any of your resolutions? You're like, it's like February fuck, they're 3rd. They're all going like, strong. Hell yeah. yeah. How about yeah, you? I'm still in. You know what? Every single one of them. Yep. <laughs> Every one of them. That's right. I'm, I'm a champ over here. And, you know, there, we might be out of trunk, truck month by then. That's right. By the way, I'm going to say something here. Uh, I am uh, my fantasy league. I was in two fantasy football leagues. I played for a championship in both. I came in first and second. And I know when other people talk about fantasy football, it's kind of like when people show you pictures of their kids, you really don't give a shit. 
But I'm, that's all I'm going to say about it. I had a good year in fantasy football. I had a friend of mine that just posted that he won $1,500 in his fantasy football league. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. But they never tell you what the entry fee was. No, it was probably $1,400. <laughs> there you go. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Keno math. If you play Keno here for the Michigan lottery, like uh, if you spend $20 on a ticket and win 14, I always tell people you're up 34. That's Keno math. 20 and 14, yeah. 34. Yeah. Exactly. You're up 34 bucks. That's Keno math. And you should see how much it jumps if you're in the upper peninsula. Oh yeah. It's remarkable. The upper peninsula, by the way, the upper peninsula, you know what? That's a rant for another time, Adam. Because I have a hard time with the Upper Peninsula. I hated it for years. I despised the Upper Peninsula here um, in Michigan. And then I started visiting, and I don't despise it anymore. But those people up there are, they are unique, is the best way I can describe them. Unique. The yeah. people that live in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Yeah, well, you got to be a little bit of a different breed to be up there, don't you? What I really hate about a lot of people in the Upper Peninsula is they've decided that there are Green Bay Packer fans instead of Detroit Lion fans, even though they live in Michigan. So why do those people get to be happy while the rest of us are miserable here being Lions fans? I blame my dad. I've been a Lions fan my entire life. It hasn't gone well for me. It really has not. I just celebrated a birthday, and every year has been miserable that I've ever watched the Lions in my entire life. I, I can understand that. I mean... I have unfortunately raised my kids. They uh, they pay attention to the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know they. I wouldn't say they're huge Lions fans. My right. oldest my oldest boy is pretty diehard. You know, as far as yeah wanting them to win. And in his lifetime, he's never witnessed success for the Lions. So it's kind of like starting your resolutions in January. The Lions are the perpetual January first resolution starters. Yeah. They just suck all the way around. Whether it's truck month, whether it's Black History Month, whether it's T-shirt month, the Lions just fucking suck. Starting February 1st, I'm no longer going to drink the Kool-Aid. About the Lions? Yeah. You know what I started doing? I had the NFL Sunday ticket, and I don't watch the Lions. I could care less. And you know what? My Sundays have been a lot more productive. Yeah. I find I'm in an overall better mood because I can just check the scores and find, oh, they lost 44-7 to to Green to Tampa Bay. Huh, I don't give a shit. Glad I didn't waste my time watching that debacle. I have gotten an uncanny knack of finding the right spot to turn it off when everything starts to go south. Yeah. Being like, oh, they're up 14 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Good enough for me. Click. Just, and I turn it off, and I leave with the memory of the Lions doing it's well. It's kind of like when a loved one passes away. It's unfortunate how things, things always end badly is one of the things I've always been taught generally. A lot of things yeah. always end badly. You always generally remember that loved one of those last moments when they're probably not at their best because they're either sickly or something major has happened or something's going wrong. You want to remember them at the good times. It'd be great if you could turn it off like, like in the thought process of your memories of when like your grandfather gave like the best time you ever had when your grand like when my grandfather taught me how to swear and how to drink properly when I was about eight years old, you know. I, th- I want to remember my grandfather like that. I want to remember him telling me, you know, you say bastard whenever something goes wrong. Here's how you drink whiskey and stop being a pussy. Yeah. And I was like, Grandpa, I'm eight. He's like, you're way too old for this shit then. Yeah, where are you working? That's right. You know, Yeah. Go, you got a shovel, go dig a ditch somewhere. That's what he would say. The world needs ditch diggers. Every time you do something insanely stupid, he'd be like, well, the world needs ditch diggers. Yeah. Yeah, that... that uh that's very true. Yeah. And, you know, the Lions are kind of like the Milli Vanilli of football teams. Oh. They start out, and you think, boy, there's some potential there. And then they even win. And then you find out like it's a Grammy. all fake. Yeah. 
Yeah, you find out it's all fake and that it's not real. It's just smoke and mirrors. Yeah. It's smoke and mirrors. The Lions every single year. And uh, it's, it's funny. It's uncanny how every year they get screwed by a lot of officiating decisions and everything else, though. I think we should be done talking about the Lions. Maybe that's just my opinion. Well, they are a major part of... 2020's disaster. They really do grind my gears. And the thing about the Lions is they give you just enough hope to keep you interested, but then they rip your heart out through your asshole and feed it to you with a spoon. And then they're not terrible enough to get a good draft pick even because they just they fuck up just bad enough to be decent. Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably what? They'll probably end up 7 and 9 this year uh, or something. Like, I think they're going to be like 5 and 5 and 11 or 6 and 10. So they'll end up picking like 8 or 9th or something like that. And they'll fuck that up too. I, I haven't really, I'll be honest, I haven't paid attention to where they're The Lions at. could even fuck up truck month. They could. Jesus. They'd, they'd make it a truck week. Yeah. They'd be like, my bad, it was supposed to be for nine weeks. The, you go to get a truck from them during truck month, you end up pulling out in like a mid-sized sedan. Which, by the way, the owners of the Detroit Lions are the Ford family. <laughs> so fuck the Lions and fuck Fords too. And truck month. And truck to month. To hell with truck month. That's right. So that's... Uh, calling me up. I can see it now. Probably the next ad I have to read for the radio station be like, it's truck month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just start laughing. <laughs> oh, I hope it is. Because I have dabbled in that soiree, which it's so funny because I've been doing commercials for a while. You do commercial work oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I just recorded one and I've had a dozen people be like, oh, I heard your commercial. I'm like, I've had other ones on too. Like, yeah. I appreciate it, your awareness now, but... Maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's a good thing, though. I'm getting recognized for something besides all the terrible things I do. That's true. Maybe, <laughs> th- maybe that'll start to swing things for you. Have I turned February. a corner? <laughs> Have I turned the corner? <laughs> Am I no longer the villain in this story? Well, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, but, okay. Whoa, whoa, but whoa, whoa, I, do th- I do think that come February, you're going to see some, some major, major good things coming from the things that you're doing now. I hope so. That'd be nice. This just turned into a therapy session all of a sudden, I feel like. I kind of think they all are, aren't they? Most of them are. I have a few lead, a few of our very hardcore fans, which we appreciate all of our fans, but we have some very loyal listeners. And a few of them have pointed out that I am a habitual oversharer of things in my life. Like They're like, I know so much more about you now. And I'm like, well, I'm like an onion. There's lots of layers here, but you are learning a lot about me. Yeah, obviously those, those people have listened to episode two, Drink. They, <laughs> they know episode two inside note. And uh, I mean, some of the ladies might even like that story. I mean, some are attracted to overweight, bearded men who, I don't know, just tend to come up short in life <laughs> in a lot more ways than one. <laughs> yep, you just sold yourself there. <laughs> That's a ringing endorsement. And uh, if you're looking up Phil on Tinder, you <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Tinder. I'm on Farmers Only. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. It's a better demographic for me. <laughs> You'll know him because his profile picture is a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, we talked about sheep and landing sh- headfirst in a pile of shit on Christmas Eve, and what a wonderful day. Hopefully everybody had a good Christmas. I hope so. I, I, ours was pretty decent. How, how about yourself? I am not going to complain about my Christmas. It, it wasn't the most horrible Christmas I've ever had. It's probably in the top 40 for Christmases I've ever had. <laughs> well, you know, that, uh, 
<laughs> Seeing as how you probably don't remember the first couple, that's that's solid. It's right there. It's I mean, here's how my Christmas went. I woke up at the ass crack at 10 o'clock with a hangover because Christmas Eve, I uh, overindulged. Thankfully, some friends invited me over. Don't tell the governor. There was probably eight or nine people there. And Ooh, well, yeah. at, least you, at least you were right under that 10 if that's yeah, still Well, if that's... I don't anymore. I don't know what the regulations are, but I overindulged. I got into the Bushmills, which is a holiday tradition for me, and then I was supposed to be at my mother's house at about noon. I got there at about all of quarter after one, and she actually said, "Good." When I say noon, I know it means you'll be here at one because she knows nice. my timing of things. And we had a great meal, and then uh, I came home and I watched football and I fell asleep in my chair. That's not a bad Christmas. We mm. really didn't do anything on Christmas Day. Yeah. I. I went up and put gas in the vehicle at the one place open in Sandusky and nice. uh, grabbed a couple of uh, just sodas, and that was it. That's pretty, We pretty much just hung out. And I got a great Christmas present, though. I got a brand-new mailbox because some – so my mailbox has gotten smashed to fuck with a baseball bat or something blunt a few times, and, and I can't even get mad about it. Because that's karma, hardcore. Well, yeah. Do you know how many mailboxes I fucked up when I was a kid? Yeah. A lot. So I just, I remember I walked out to my mailbox one morning and it was just smashed to shit. And even the door was off of it. And I just shrugged, reached in, grabbed my mail and popped a few of the dents out and walked back in the house. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you saw it, people were probably like, what's with this guy? Like, he comes out in his mailbox. Not even and says, No, I'm like, eh, you know, that's the way I look at it now. That's the way I look at a lot of things in life. Like, well, mm, that's, that's karma. Yeah. That's, uh, goes around, comes around, my At friend. least it wasn't me that did it because it wouldn't that's have even had mail in it. It had <laughs> been laying in the ditch somewhere. That's right. And I wouldn't have gotten my, my bills or my notifications for an extended warranty for my car. I, I, had, I had a karma moment. During uh, one of those escapades, I, I had, when I was younger, I had leased a brand new truck. <laughs> okay. And uh, I had a friend who decided he was going to stand up in the back of it. <clears throat> and I played softball at the time. And he grabs one of my good bats. One of the good bats, too. What the shit? Yeah, one of my good bats. And he proceeds to, as I'm driving by, did kind of a really stupid thing. He kind of reached out and hit the mailbox, but he was like fully extended so he could reach it. And the bat snapped back, didn't it? It snapped back into the bed of my truck, oh. into the side, you know, into the wheel well, basically, and dented the hell out of my truck. So, yeah, I probably didn't have 200 miles on that thing when that happened. Do I know this friend? You might. Oh, okay. You might. I'll let him <clears throat> remain nameless due to the felony offense that he committed doing that, so... Don't protect the don't protect the guilty here. But that's not the, the worst. The statute of limitations is up on that. I'll let everybody's imagination run wild. That is not the worst thing that happened to mailboxes during my tenure of of, of mailbox uh, yeah, uh, debauchery. Debauchery. Yeah. Not probably not Why even do, close. You know, this is how bored we are growing up in the country. We go out and fuck with people's mailboxes. Think about this. Think about the ramifications of everything you could possibly do. And the entertainment you could possibly have. This is pre-internets. Now I don't think kids do that shit as much. Of course, somebody smashed my mailbox. But who knows? Do so, kids still do that shit? I don't know. Uh, you know, my kids don't. I, I, right. I worry about that a little bit. That they, I mean, trust me, my kids have done plenty of stuff that could probably land them in jail. But What's their upbringing going to be like? I mean, have you truly lived unless you've, like, smashed a mailbox? My... My youngest son is really conservative with <clears> that <throat> stuff. My older son has told me some stories, and I'm kind of like, ah, mm -hmm. good on you. Mm -hmm. You know, because now that he's older, you know, he's 20, I've shared with him some of the stories from, right. from my childhood, which uh, 
it was more like young adulthood. We really did some stupid stuff. When I look back on it, it's more of a testament to poor policing in the area at the time. It could be that. It could be. It could be just they had bigger fish to fry. Oh, you know, I found out as an adult um, now talking to some of the people that work for like the sheriff's department and whatnot, especially some that have been there for a long time. They knew exactly what we were up to. They just chose to kind of look the other way sometimes. I believe they were trying to catch us in the active stuff. Yeah. But we were really, really good at being covert right. about things. I mean, Covert. We, covert operations. We, we actually, and I'll let everybody else remain nameless. I'll take the fall on this <sighs> if it goes down. But we actually brought a shopping cart from a local place. Farmer Jack's. When I was about, uh, no, this was pre-Farmer Jack. A&P? Um, no. Oh. Jerry's? Past. Uh, They're all closed now, so it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> so, Thanks, Walmart. So we, we borrowed a cart mm-hmm. from somewhere else in the West Park. By the Plaza. way, Walmart, if you want to sponsor us, feel free. Yeah. Um, we can borrow one of your carts sometime and do something stupid with it. Big but. wheel? So we, we took, yes. We, <laughs> took a, we, we borrowed a cart from there. Okay. And I say borrowed because we did end up returning it. Just not in, not in operational form, though. It's still rolled. Did you put a dead raccoon in it and pull it down the road? No. Oh, those are my other friends. Sorry, that's a story we, for another time. We that, took, that's a good my friend's a dick and here's why. That's well, Anyway. We actually took one and we brought it up here to uh, Deckerville Road. Okay. Oh, wow. You guys we, are venturing far away. We, we pulled it up here and we happened to stop by a field that had bales of straw okay. in it. We put a bale of straw in it and we soaked it in lamp oil, lit it on fire and drug it down the road. <laughs> And like we actually went through Deckerville with a with a torch essentially yeah. behind you. Yeah, I I thought of it more as a parade. Yeah, that's very parade-ish like. And then we especially took if it, back, it was Truck Month, we took it back and it looked like hobos had cooked in it. <laughs> so and then shit in it. No. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't we didn't shit. We thought we had done enough to it just by burning so, it to a char. So one of the, one of the other things I did one time is uh, we got the bright idea that uh, we. We always had starting food, ether, essentially, because we're farm boys, so you always had a can of it in the truck. And it's highly flammable, of course, hence via starting food. It helps you start start engines, you know, gives a little little kickstart. So uh, we went by one of these guys we knew, and we didn't like him. He's a real dickhead, just an asshole. Oh, thank you. And uh, we noticed he had a plastic mailbox. So I hop out of the vehicle, and I douse this mailbox down with, with ether, starting fluid for probably a good 30 seconds. Well, I was maybe 16 years old, not really a thinker at the time, still not as much. Did you put it inside? Inside, outside, everywhere. So the fumes so, built up real good. So I touched it off, and apparently all it was was a six-foot fireball with my feet at the bottom of it, as all my friends could see. And it made, I just remember hearing the woof. And everything just flashed. And being bald. And then I remember smelling burning hair. So, so I hop in the truck. I was unharmed for the most part other than my pride. <laughs> and so, and so um, we then uh, drove away. And apparently this mailbox basically turned into a ball about the size of uh, maybe a, about half the size of a bowling ball of just wrinkled, burned plastic. And the guy who owned it went on a crusade to try to figure out who it was. So he, like, stopped in, at my mother's house and was reading me the riot act. And I denied, denied, denied. And uh, 
Yeah, he, one other time he said if he ever finds out whoever did it, he's going to karate kick him in the crotch. And it was just quite a thing. And uh, he never did find out who did it. But I guess if you're listening, it was me. <laughs> Next week we'll hear about Phil's karate kick to the How crotch. How I got karate kicked. Hey, let me tell you about that time I got karate kicked <laughs> in the crotch this week. <laughs> yeah, we, we had our fair share. We never used ether. We, we were kind of into, uh, for all of our pyrotechnic needs, Yeah, we were into lamp oil because it didn't flare up, but it, it would give you elongated burns and right we used to do this thing we called it road burning right and we go to people's houses and on the road in front of their house <laughs> right we would take a garden sprayer full of lamp oil yeah and we would write things on the road in front of their house it was perfect and then you light it on fire it reglazes the road and you have this big dark black portion of the road where you know the road by that time is pretty gray we made it a nice dark black portion how many dicks did you draw oh, only a couple only a couple dicks yeah but we wrote a lot of things in front of people's houses okay. where if their house was at the right angle, they could see it from right. the road. But so it's just a grim reminder of how big of an asshole they are. Yeah. Yep. Hey, that's wonderful. Yeah. So one other time, we—I was a senior at this time. I'd wisened up a little bit as far as lighting things on fire. Um, I found out flammable and inflammable mean the same thing. So <laughs> what I had done, what I had done, we found a dead deer that was bloated to all high hell. It was summertime. And my buddy and I, we hid behind some things, and we told another guy, we're like, you want to see something cool? This thing will light up like a, a torch, right? Uh, you go spray it down with a little bit of ether, and here, light it on fire, and just watch it. You know, it'll to get. So, so this thing, this kid, this kid lit this thing off, and he was only about five feet away when this thing blew up. And it sent viscera, chunks of rotten deer everywhere. <laughs> and we were just watching and laughing. And he was coated. And he stood there for a good three minutes in shock, covered from head to toe <laughs> with his dead deer that had just exploded like, a gr like the world's shittiest flesh grenade going off 10 feet from you. <laughs> and then he said, I thought you said it would just flame like a like a torch. I'm like, we wanted to see if you'd do it, man. <laughs> this thing just exploded. It sent, we, we probably, I saw chunks of this thing probably 40 feet away from the carcass where oh, it was. Oh, jeez. And it stunk to high hell. Oh, it was terrible. That's probably one of the worst things I've ever done to another human being. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably had a lot of therapy since then, I would think. You know, I, just to warn everybody, our year in review has turned into the last 30 years in review. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, really, if you think 2020 was bad, you could have hung out with Phil and I. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We could have made him. You could have ended up. You could have ended up being right beside a dead deer as it exploded. Yeah, or or we did drag a friend. We found an old cast iron bathtub, mm -hmm. and he said he would ride in it if if we had a helmet. And so I pulled out a baseball helmet, <laughs> and of course he said it, so he was going to do it. And uh, we had a friend that hopped into the tub, and we're, we're dragging him down the road. And, of course, there's sparks coming at him through the drain hole and stuff. And he's, he's yelling at us, stop, you bastards. But and you're I, thinking, speed up, right? When, when my friend who was uh, observing through the back, yeah. I said, what's he saying? He's like, uh, go faster. <laughs> of course. And it, but it was you, really, you I bastards. But, I mean, you could see the, how there could be the confusion the, the there. The beauty of it is, is we arrived at all of the same things that we did only probably about two to four years apart. Yeah. Because we, we didn't pull bathtubs, but we would find old refrigerators or appliances and drag them down the road. Well, that's how it started with us. It actually right. started with, with me and a friend. We were driving through in town in Sandusky. Mm -hmm. We were on South Elk Street, just past the downtown area. 
and there was a house that had a vacuum cleaner oh, sitting out by the side of the road. Perfect. So he just tells me, hey, pull over here. Right. And so I pull over real quick. He just runs out and grabs the cord, and I didn't even know what was going on, but he grabs the cord, and he shuts it in his door. And he's like, go, go, go. So I take off, and I'm dragging a Hoover down the street. <laughs> and basically that turned into, well, if I'm dragging it, I might as well, you know, really try and destroy this thing. So, Or you start swinging it like a pendulum into mailboxes. We would do that, too. Yeah, we, we, we did that at times, yeah. and uh, that ended up being the fate of the bathtub until it finally broke the rope and went into the ditch. So we had a, one time, we had a large refrigerator. We were pulling down the road, and we were swinging it to take out mailboxes or posts. And this guy had, I don't know how he had installed these, but he had some poles marking his driveway. And they were like around like a telephone pole, but it was maybe about five feet off the ground. We figured this mailbox or this uh, refrigerator at a high rate of speed would probably bust that pole. So my buddy swung it over to it. It hit this pole and accordioned around the pole, almost uh, very crescent-like, almost probably 50 to 60% of the way around it, and snapped the rope that we were towing Dang. away. So this guy, uh, could you imagine coming out in the morning and seeing a refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> wrapped around your pole like a, like a giant taco shell and uh, having to, one, remove it, and two, be like, how in the shit did this get here? Yeah, that would be pretty confusing <laughs> if you came out to that. You know, I mean, yeah. just what kind of animal did this, <laughs> right? you know? Maybe is it a Sasquatch or something? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it... That would be something to come out and see. Yeah, so, I mean, I would like, I don't know whose house it was, but if you're listening and and that was your house and you have that story, tell me, I want to know the other side of this coin, because I know ours. It was a lot of, go, 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 Jesus Christ, go! Yeah. You know, once it happened, like, no, we're not going to stick around here, because it made a god-awful noise, too. See, believe it or not, we did enough of that stuff that we rigged up a quick-release system. If we needed to get rid of something quick, we had a quick-release system to get rid of it. (laughs) It, I mean, that's good. Yeah. So it was some ingenuity it was very, too. It, it was very, you know, we learned a lot during those. It was it was really a, a learning, you know, yeah. kind of a magic school bus kind of adventure for us every time we went out. <laughs> every time. Yeah, and we we always had the guy that like oh, cut the rope, cut the rope, and of course you're back there sawing away at a big old rope with it. Oh, just not I, a good plan. I can bet that I was able to create something and make something happen that you you've never been able to do. Okay. Or, like, on purpose. All right. So I found a way to make a very large mushroom cloud. Okay, go on. So discovered that if you make a works bomb yeah, and you put gasoline in with it, <laughs> when that thing explodes and you set it off next to an open flame, yeah, when that thing explodes, it will make a 20, 25-foot-tall monster... <laughs> You know, it has to be in a two-liter. Right. But it will make, I, you know, I, I hope, don't try this at home. Don't do any of this shit that no. we're talking about. No. But when you do, stand but, back. Yeah, but, but when it does happen, when you do try it out. <laughs> when just, you let your kids listen to this and, and it happens, just stand back. And, yes. You know, maybe get behind something. But We're not responsible for any injuries or lost limbs or eyeballs or anything. We did have one that just turned into a torch because it just had a small opening near the cap. Yeah that burst open and so it started spraying and it made this huge long torch. Nice. And that was really cool looking. But that's the, fun. The mushroom clouds were, were bigger than the telephone poles around us. Oh good lord. 
Anyway, our year in review has devolved very quickly. Yeah, here. it's gotten it's gotten pretty bad. This maybe, is this maybe we should delete this episode. <laughs> or just we'll edit out all the parts with Mariah Carey. We'll just put some Mariah Carey over top of all the incriminating parts. That's that we've right. About. So so it's going to be like a, a thirty minute loop of Mariah Carey there. Then you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. She's not drowning puppies. I hope anymore. No, I think I think because we called her out. Yeah. Her and Cardi B have both changed their ways. Yeah, of course. I mean, their music still sucks, but their music is still horrible. I mean, Cardi B hasn't stopped drugging dudes and stealing their money, but she's stopped drowning puppies. Right, right. So, so at least she's got that going for her. Yeah, because I mean, the world loves puppies. Yep. And nobody really cares if she drugs dudes and steals her money. Steals her money. Yeah. I mean, she steals a lot of money anyways just by selling <laughs> just, albums. Just by, just by being an artist. Yes. <laughs> yes, finger quotes, artist. Yeah. In the <sighs> same sense that, like, Stalin was an artist. <laughs> I like it. I heard Adolf Hitler liked to paint. Yeah. 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 You know, you got to wonder, what were his parents like? <sighs> That'd be interesting. Were they good people or did they just hate everything and pass that on to them? That is something to ponder. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've read so much about, about Adolf Hitler. I don't think I've, re- I've rarely read anything about his parents. If you knew his parents, telegraph us. <laughs> Send it via Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we'll be all right. <laughs> we'll get somebody to uh, read that for us, or we'll put it in a, in a website and decode it. Yeah, I mean, we're avid fans of, of Morse code. We love Braille, too, especially Braille nudie magazines. I mean, yeah, very those worthwhile. Are, those are just pop-up books. <laughs> it's like a topographic map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, this boy. canyon's deep. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the P&A Podcast Express is filmed in front of a live studio audience. It really is. You ever wonder why they said that in shows years ago? Why I, they had to point that out? <laughs> that it's filmed... Yeah. So, so you don't think it's a shitty laugh track that they're playing Well, they playing did on put a laugh track over they top of it. They still did. But you know what grinds my gears is shows that put laugh tracks in. Yeah, that uh, weren't they're insult- in They're insulting audience. our intelligence like by telling us, prompting us when we should laugh, I feel like. And why do people that go to see, this, see Saturday Night Live film live, why do they still laugh? Because it's not funny. It, <laughs> it you, isn't. You would think it would just be silent, like a silent film. Is it? It is filmed in front of a live studio. It isn't funny. You're right. It just is. It isn't funny. No. It's. it's (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) We'll never have a laugh track on this show. No, we'll never have laughs (laughs) other than ours. (laughs) See, what I like about about our show, um, well, for one, I'm on it. (laughs) And for two. That's a big one for me, too. Well, then I'm on it. Well, I don't. I'm glad other people listen to me, because I don't listen. I mean, I, I don't, I've heard everything I have to say. It's not that interesting. Well, most of what I have to say has already played out in my head once yeah. before. So, But anyway, laugh tracks. We'll never have a laugh track on the show, but yes, eventually, when we're allowed to, we would like to have recordings with crowds. A live studio people. audience, and, you know. But like I said, laugh tracks are just insulting, because they, they kind of like... You know, the joke writers have to think... It's like them patting themselves on the back, like, oh, everybody needs to laugh at this. This is the punchline. Well, I I think we need to get more high-tech. We need to put in subliminal messages that say, laugh here. Laugh here. So that when you're in your car alone listening, you know when to laugh. Right. Laugh. Laugh. Laugh now. Laugh. (laughs) 
I hope it's working. It's truck month. <laughs> truck month. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh now. It's the fifth truck month. <laughs> We're now in the fifth consecutive month of truck month. It's like Aug- October and September fest. That's right. It's kind of like buying things at Kohl's. <laughs> If you go to Kohl's and it's not on sale, don't buy it because it'll just be on sale next week. If you pay full price for anything at Kohl's. So have you ever went to Kohl's and not begged people for like the 30% off coupon? Like if we're going yeah. to Kohl's. Yeah, yeah. If I'm driving, the wife is on, on her phone finding yeah. out who's got a 30% off coupon. Or who's, who's got, got some Kohl's, Kohl's cash that, that's going to expire. That's part of our new stimulus package, too, is some Kohl's cash. Yeah, everybody's going to get And I read we're going to get a, uh, a certificate for an ice cream cone at McDonald's, even though the machine never works. Yep, so. and anybody who uh, who writes in, I'll send a, a Soviet $5 bill to. <laughs> that's right, we have those. <laughs> that's a thing. That's how you got Bunny's frozen custard. I did, I did. It was a fantastic day when you can use a... <laughs> Soviet $5 bill from, like, I think 1980-something. It's It was actually, the paper it was printed on was worth more than the actual bill itself. Yeah. Huh. That that Chernobyl denim that it's on. <laughs> Chernobyl denim. <laughs> oh, Chernobyl denim. <sighs> yeah, Man, so Russians. our year review is just as good as the year was. Yeah. It's horrible. If you've listened to this far, Godspeed. Holy yeah. Christ. You have fortitude that is unwavering. This I is, stopped listening, and I'm is, on it. This has been a very discombobulated It's the episode. same as every episode that we do. It really is, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's really just par for the course. We call it a year in review. Maybe it's just amplified because I'm a little more sober than I generally am. Well, really, our year in review should probably come in February. Yeah, that's like that's our, our goal setting, right? That's there. our that's our fiscal year, quote our unquote. Our fiscal year. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've got a zero our books out, <laughs> which they are. <laughs> and they showed nothing but zeros. Oh. Our our books show the same as our content <laughs> of our podcast. Just because you are a character doesn't mean you have character or can be one. That's right. We did hit a good goal there right at Christmas, though, the one we were shooting for as far as downloads, so thank you to everybody who t- We did, Surpri- surprisingly fast. I've, I've, I've been impressed by the lack of... Th- this just tells me one thing, that we get this many people to listen, that they have almost no attention span, because we hop around so much right. that you really can't have an attention span and listen to this. I mean, there, there's still people... If you had an attention span, you're sitting there with a calculator going, well, geez... Truck month was 187 days this year. I know. You know, so if you have an attention span, this is probably not the podcast. This is not the show for you. No. Uh, And I'm like that too, because people will bring up things that I've said on the podcast, and I'll be like, did I actually say that on a podcast, or was that in a conversation? Because if you know me, you know that I literally talk all the time. So, well, the beauty of this is we don't know if the material's new or not. Right. So we can just go with it. These could be the same stories that I've told in a podcast before, honestly. Yeah. I try not to do that. I don't think we've done that so far, but you know it's going to happen. It's eventually going to happen. And yeah, somebody's going to be yelling at their, their, their phone or their player or their radio and be like, you already told this story. Yeah. They're going to be like, you talked about that in episode five. And we'll be like, well, that was a good episode. That had a lot of hits. That's so, one of the top rated episodes. Yeah, you so live with it. We're just trying to, you know, lightning striking twice and or something. it's free, shit. damn it. This is free. It's a free country, supposedly. Well, it, it was at one point, yeah. but 
what is still free and what you can count on being free is being able to listen to the podcast for free. If you have a... See, Joe, if you have an internet signal or a phone signal or anything like that, you can probably pick us up somewhere, somehow. Yeah. Via Simplecast, Apple yeah, Podcasts, Spotify. ITunes, Spotify. Um, email us. If you don't know how to listen to our podcast, email us. Yeah. Pablo November Alpha Podcast Express at gmail.com. That's P N A. Podcast Express at gmail.com. And if you have not liked us on Facebook yet, we. Please do. Unload some of our best material yeah. on Facebook in the post. I mean, create, you know, great pictures. Yeah. Um, Interesting content, musings. Yeah. Um, sometimes just pictures of, of cats that we paint. I so, mean, you know, like us on there. Clouds. And we will be announcing soon. We're going to do some, some live episodes where we actually hope that we get listener feedback. So we're going to try and give a couple of weeks' notice on that. So if you're one of our 10 listeners out there. Yeah. Who obviously like to replay episodes a lot. <laughs> uh, my mother listens, by the way. Well, that's fantastic. She just sent me a friend request on Facebook. Did she? Yep. And I don't know, but I asked my mother what she thought of the show. And she says, since I'm your mother, I really can't love you less. But after the show, I might. And I'm like, wow. Thanks, Mom. Well, I... Is that, isn't that kind of an endorsement? She's obviously been through episode two and didn't yeah. own you. She did give me two stories that I cannot tell on the podcast. She asked me specifically. She says, please do not tell these two stories on the podcast. So you know I'm just itching. It's just right there. Well, yeah, now she's oh. put it in your head. And I want to tell these two, two bits and stories so badly. So, you know, we're going to start with the whole merchandising thing. I would also like to release a... Uh, would like to release a line of Twisted T fight gear. Okay. You know, I'm like, in. Yeah. You, hey, you got to strike while the iron is hot. Yeah. I think that that could be huge. And right now, there's no hotter iron than the, the Twisted T as a weapon um, kind of thing. I think people in general are just really bored right now because, I mean, more spectacular videos come out every single day, but this one just really it ripped the off. heart of America. It, it took off and... Because it had a, you know, it had an well, element of everything. It had racism. It had booze. It had violence. It had getting your comeuppance. Yeah, comeuppance. Yes. Yes. That, that's what I. That's what I took from it. I'm like, people like seeing somebody get their comeuppance. That's that motherfucker got his mailbox smashed. For oh sure. yeah, yeah, in a big way. His door was off, and yeah. uh, he became unhinged for yeah, sure. No, nobody was popping his dents out. No, no, there's no coming back from but, that. But you know. I really don't think that mentally it took any kind of toll on him because <laughs> I don't think there was a lot there to begin with. And he's still challenged, that's but for when, sure. But when you see, if you haven't seen this video yet, go out and watch it. it it's The remixes are better, though. Oh, yeah, the remixes are way better. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that a, a line of fight gear for uh, Twisted T is, is in order. You know what they should have a collaboration of? Twisted T branded Nerf equipment. It just wouldn't have the same punch. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know how Twisted Tea is really good? If you take a Twisted Tea, take about a, a drink or two out of the can, and if you have some blueberry vodka, just put a little half a shot Ooh, in there. Nice. Like a blueberry tea. Yeah, that As a bartender, that's one of the things I like to serve to people, and they're like, I like Twisted Tea. Do you like blueberry? Yeah. Give them that, and they're like, this is good. And then four of them later, they're hitting somebody with a Twisted Tea can because they're all fucked up. Good, good though, that it's empty. Yeah. Choose an empty one. I mean, yeah. 
good gravy. Yeah, I I think that that was probably one of the I like I say I think that people just took to it. It became so viral because you're watching that guy just get you, you want to throttle him. Yeah. And then Well, he's being an asshole. Oh flat yeah, out. Total. just an asshole. Total. So and I'm not one a big on like to get all hyped up on pop pop culture stuff, but watching that guy get his come up and is pretty solid. It's very solid. It's very, you know, it's satisfying. It's a, it's what if, we call a satisfying video. If he just punched him, it wouldn't have been as good. No. But watching the spray come out of that can. Plus, he dropped it, and the guy tried to kick it, too. Yeah. That he, he's about to hit. So he's like, you want to hit me with a can? And he, like, dropped it, and the guy picked it up and just decimated him with it. He hit him with that can in a big way. I mean, you can hear it. It sounded like, it sounded like his head hit pavement almost. Yeah. It was that dead of a just a... But yeah, you know how it doesn't see that echoed. But when you get that good thud, there's no echo to it. It's no. just like it's kind of like if you're in the forest, everything stops for a few seconds. Yeah, everybody's like, "Holy shit!" It's and then, that moment. You know, if you watch the full video, he beat him up a lot worse than that afterwards. <laughs> that that tea bottle is the worst of, mm-hmm. uh, or least of his worries. I mean, mm-hmm. he uh, he really does get it. And the whole thing is satisfying. I mean, yeah, he so, thought he could throw hands. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he, threw his face at the guy's hands. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you throw your face in my hands? So is, is there anything else, as we wind down this last podcast of the year, is there <sighs> anything else that you feel you need to hit on for the uh, 2020 year? Well, it's been a, an, it's an interesting year. Um, honestly, for us, it was almost a perfect storm of things because Adam and I had been talking about doing this for a while. And for, boredom finally pushed and us boredom, to it. Yeah. Much like a lot of things like uh, this podcast and my children and a few other things, some good things come from boredom once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. No, it's, uh, since we started this, we, we actually started recording it on November 10th. Yeah. We, uh, we did not put it online where anybody could get to it really until. Just before Thanksgiving. Just, yeah, the. the I think the Tuesday before Thanksgiving was our first launch. It was like the 24th, I think. Yeah. When we actually launched everything, got on yeah, Spotify, iTunes, through Simplecast. Yep. And uh, our numbers have just been astounding. We've gotten a lot of great feedback, but we're looking for more. Here's the time when I make pleads to everybody. Share. Please share our podcast. We, we have a lot of room to grow, and eventually we would like to get maybe some sponsorship, but we need better numbers, and uh, then we can bring you uh, content that is... Uh, of, of the same quality cal- or even more. Maybe a higher caliber. Because maybe we could have some guests and, I mean, let's face it, Adam and I are probably going to run out of things to talk about eventually. Yeah, no. it's going to take a long time. And plus, we've just figured out tonight that we will be recycling. Yes. Um, you know, we're we're environmentally conscious. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, we... Phil and I would sit here and talk to ourselves, which we we kind of feel like we've we actually are had po- we've actually had conversations before our podcast for twenty thirty minutes that would have been probably better than almost any podcast we've done so far. Yeah, so you know we're we're going to continue to do this. We're not going to go away. No. So you might as well share it with people. So you that might they as can, well embrace it, so that they can get in on the misery with you. Misery That's loves right. company, so share the podcast. They can get in on the ground floor of something absolutely wonderful yet terrible at the same time. Share it on Facebook if you can figure out Instagram. The gram. Yeah, if you can figure out Instagram, share it on there. And then tell us exactly how you did all that because 
I get on Instagram and I can share things and I can do stuff on it, but it's it's a new platform for me. I haven't been on it much. So if you're yeah, Instagram same. savvy, I'm old. Um, you know, just share it. So one thing we haven't done is my friend is a dick, and here's why. Well, let's hear it. My friend is a dick, and here's why. When we were kids, he we always carried pocket knives because we were farm boys. He would always, and we frequented fast food joints a lot because that's what teenagers do. Uh, he would always, you'd go to the restroom or something, he'd always take your straw, lift it up, and put a little slit in it just below the surface of the lid. So you'd come back and you'd look like, you'd look like a, I mean, one of those ladies in one of those pornographic films trying to suck your, <laughs> your, your soda pop or your, your shake or whatever it is through. And he'd just be sitting there laughing his ass off. Because he put the little slit in the straw, so of course, if you know how these things work suction-wise, that really doesn't work very well if you have an outside air source introduced there. So, no. numerous times, so so I got into the habit of I would just grab a new straw on my way back to the table because I knew that he already fucked that one up. But he was a dick all the time. The other thing he'd do is, if you left, he'd tear off little corners of like ketchup packets and put inside your food. So you'd be chewing your burger or whatever, and you'd be like, and you'd pull out this little corner of a ketchup packet. So what a dick. So what a dick. I have a straw story from a mutual friend of ours. You'll probably guess when I tell you the story who, <laughs> right. who, it, who it was. But So I had two friends that worked together. Yeah. And they had to go work down in St. Clair, I believe it was. And on the way back when they got done, they stopped at McDonald's. And so the one friend who's driving, he's like, oh, I got to run in. They, they didn't give me this. So he runs into McDonald's. And uh, my other friend had found, because the friend that ran in had kids, he found in the glove compartment a thing of Origel. Oh! So he dumped the whole tube of Origel down the straw. Oh, no! He comes out and takes a big drink. <laughs> and then couldn't taste anything for like two hours. Was was drooling. My friend is a dick and here's why. That's that's definitely a good one. Yeah, that that's that's a solid one. Same friend, different story with another friend. <laughs> they were and I, I actually witnessed this happen. Um they were sitting like in chairs next to each other, but in, in the living room and they were they were eating. The one friend takes his spoon and he had mac and cheese or something and he takes some of it and he flicks it at him. Yeah. The other friend grabs his fork and literally stabs him right in the thigh <laughs> through his <laughs> jeans. And it, it was like you would see in a movie. The friend that got stabbed looked at it and like his jaw dropped. And you could tell he was in total disbelief. And then he's like, ah! Oh! It was a delayed reaction. <laughs> and he pulled the fork out and we went on with our day. But, you know. <laughs> That tells you the caliber of people that I hung out with that exploded things and drug stuff down the road. I hung out with the same people, though, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're lucky we're still alive. We are. I, I think about that a lot. I'm like, man, A, how did we never get caught? I mean, if if we did any more, we'd be on a terrorist watch list. Oh, yeah. 90% of the things I, I advertise this all the time. Like, if we were... If we grew up now doing the same shit we did then because everybody records everything. Everybody rats themselves out now. Yeah. I mean, you do something because all the shit we used to do, we basically were the show Jackass before the show Jackass was on. Yeah. Well, you know? we, there might be some VHS tapes. Yeah, there are. Of the things that we did. We even had a name for it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was called Life After Midnight. Yep. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was bad. 
There's some debauchery on there, a lot of it. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. It Those was, were good times. They were. They were. They were fun times, and I wouldn't change any of them. No. Because there's a lot of I mean, we could literally do several episodes on just the stupid shit that we did. And it'll come out eventually. Yeah. Some of it will. Yeah, I'm sure that it's going to come up as we talk about things. There, there are things that enter into my head right now that if we weren't near our stoppage time, yeah, that they would be coming out, but they will come out on another podcast. So. Oh, yeah, and if you want to hear these stories, email us at Pablo November Alpha PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. We get emails from uh, a few people. Some people email us consistently. Some people Facebook message us. Either is fine. Yeah, either is fine. Facebook message us too. You can find us a PNA Express podcast is our Facebook podcast page. Podcast Express. Podcast Express. <laughs> See, I couldn't I couldn't work clean the whole no, episode. No, Damn but, it. You know, it, honestly, that might be a Freudian thing because it probably makes people remember it more. I think. Because when they go to type in Express podcast, they're like, oh, I don't want to be Phil. <laughs> He's a I almost filled that one. <laughs> Ooh, I just about filled that one in. Yeah. I got, like it. Got Munson out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and I got a case of the yips. A case of the fills. <laughs> so, yeah, that probably helps reinforce that for people. Podcast Express. Yes. P-N-A Podcast Express well, at gmail.com. When you start wearing your swag, you'll be able to uh, Yeah, I got that. a shirt. I, I received a shirt this evening and a mask. Yeah. I will wear the mask at work. Two and shirts. One's a blem. One, yeah. one shirt is a blem. That's okay. I'll still, I'll still wear it. My whole life's a blem, so yeah. it's okay. Well, it looks like kind of one of those rustic old ones. Yeah. You know. So that, like your grandfather used to wear. Yeah. And then, uh, your gran- and then your grandmother threw it out and he got pissed off. That was my grandpappy shirt when he did a podcast. All right. I remember the podcast back in 1957. Best year for the podcast. Yep. <laughs> we recorded it onto a wax cylinder. <laughs> Set it out via Morse code. <laughs> we did it on the short wave. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should start doing. Let's do it. Putting it out there on the shortwave. We'll be getting a bunch of emails in Japanese going, stop. <laughs> whatever, whatever, that's it, just stop. <laughs> whatever Japanese is for halt. <laughs> oh, when I was in Japan, they just kind of like crossed their arms like this, and they went, and they'd go, uh-uh. Whenever you were doing something wrong, they'd go. <laughs> so it's just going to be a bunch of picture messages. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Crossing your arms and yeah, banging them together. See, nobody can see that. Oh, this is a great radio right now. We're a great <laughs> podcast right now. Oh, boy. I always get after Eddie because I'm like, this is good radio right now because he'll be acting something out. I'm like, for those of you that can't tell what Eddie's doing right now. And nobody can. Right. Nobody. Not even I know. I just Not even he up. knows. <sighs> That's the beauty of things. I just but make- it's a good thing that you do the football games so you can do some of the play-by-play when he does stupid That's right. <laughs> of course. For those of you that don't know... <laughs> Why did they talk like that in old-timey times anyway? Well, no, for those of you don't know, you're about know. to line out. Get out your off and any Dakota ring. <laughs> that was just like the radio cadence back then, or the broadcast cadence, like, well, now, we're going to tell a story about the time. Well, you know, I've mentioned before that when you look, on people, look at people on TV, they're not the best-looking people. They're the most unique-looking people, and I think that's what they had to go for with right. voices. Now everybody's got to have a deep voice. and you know. Let me get chased around by the coppers. Yeah, exactly. Tune in next time. <laughs> nah, you foiled me this time. <laughs> it wasn't for you darn kids. <laughs> oh, good gravy. I think we probably should wrap this one we up. We have beat 
2020 to death yes, in this episode, even though we really didn't talk about 2020 at all in our recap. So that's our year in review here at the PNA Podcast yes. Express. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Now you can finish the year going, it's complete. I listened to a complete train wreck of a podcast. We bookended this son of a bitch nicely. Yes, yes, even though we didn't start until like a month ago. <laughs> but one thing we can say is that the entire portion of the podcast was brought to you by Truck Month. Truck Month. So you got that going for you. So make your resolution, start them on February 1st, and go buy a truck. It's Truck Month. It is Truck Month. Shit. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. I am Adam Filkins. He is Phil Nickel. You've been listening to the PNA Podcast Express. Visit us on Facebook, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, or whatever your choice of social media. Snapchat, anything like that, any bullshit. Give us some reviews on, like, you know, even if they're bad. I just want to. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple uh, Podcast. Absolutely. uh, Simplecast, we go through there. Uh, Just find us. We're kind of everywhere. We're hard hard to miss. We try to make ourselves accessible, but I still have people that say, I don't you know gotta, how to listen to the podcast. You got a podcast? Oh, you know, oh it's God, like, nothing grinds my gears more than people that know me saying, you have a podcast? And I like to tell them, yeah, it's like the Hunter's Orange of podcasts. That's right. Jesus. So, again, I am Adam Filkins. He is Phil Nickel. Make good choices. Make good choices. There you go.